Welcome to I Won't Listen with Eddie and Megan, starring Megan and Eddie. Now here's Eddie and Megan. a game of dominance (laughs) there we go i knew i could make you talk you never talk first i know but now you have i have i'll take out that huge pause at the beginning we're just staring i thought lovingly lovingly into each other's eyes eyes, but it turns out i was just imagining a game of don't tell anybody what what you're imagining you don't want to because it never ends well (laughs) you do not do not let people know what goes on between those ears Uh, Mm. guys this is episode 74 of I think you should leave oh with Eddie God. and Megan. It's I won't listen. I <laughs> I didn't even notice the difference. I know I gotta. Uh, this is I'm trying to get you. I'm engaging your brain. The clocks mm-hmm. of the uh, the uh, the arms of the clock. What do they call those? The cogs of the wheel. Yeah. Let's get yeah. it going. Let's get the up. Wheels of justice. You should I put music behind this? It seems to pep you up a little yeah. bit more. I'm not doing it. Nope. Don't do it. Um, big episode. So what was last episode? Last was Martha Kelly interview. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if she's moved yet or if she's still in the area. She's still tweeting, so she's that's still, good. Well, yeah, and it looks like the same location for the pets because they're all like pet yeah. photos. So I think she's still in the area. I hope yeah. she's still in the area because we have to have like... It looks like her floor that Barry is on. Or her bed <laughs> that just sprawls across. I've never <laughs> seen a cat take up so much room. Barry's great. Pretty good. Um, but uh, this episode, we have an interview uh, that'll come a little bit later with uh, Chad Daniels. The Chad Daniels. The that Ch- Chad Daniels. Yeah, that Chad Daniels or your worst fucking nightmare. <laughs> I remember that. We used to call him and that was yeah. his, uh, when you called his phone, he'd be like, please leave a message for your worst fucking nightmare. Yeah. So that's going to be exciting. I, mean, yeah. I did a, we always pre, we do the interviews separate from the beginning of the podcast just to tee it up. Yeah. And then I go back in there and I put in sounds and noises it's and sort clips. of a schedule. Uh, yeah. a different time for that because Eddie and I have to be in two different parts of the house. Yeah. And he asked me, he goes, when do you guys want to do it? I go, well, we don't really have a set time when we release a podcast, so we could do it whenever. Yeah. <laughs> like we, we gave up on like every Thursday or Tuesday and Thursdays. Now it's just like once a week. Yeah. Which is fine. It's fine. Nobody needs more than these. Yeah. When we get to it, we get to it. Yeah. We like doing them. Right. But you can't rush it. Can't rush it. All right. Otherwise, you'll never have a baby. Did we read Karen's uh What was review? Karen's? Of the podcast. Oh, no. Go ahead and read that. Let so, me find it. Yeah. Karen, uh, they had to go back east for a family emergency. Yes. Um, and then, uh, so. She said I could read this. And it was tough for her. It was like a, a death in the family. Yeah. But also, you know, with that comes pag- baggage. Not packages, but baggage. Why not packages? Hmm. I think packages would be better because, you know, packages just show up. You don't know it's showing up at your house. By the way, we got a couple uh, uh, boxes from Amazon for somebody else. Please contact me back on Instagram. (laughs) I've hit you up a few times. All right. So we're texting back and forth. I'm just like, hey, how's it going? By the Uh, way, Megan's the best friend. Uh, (laughs) Sometimes. No, you really are. Like when there's somebody who's having like a tough go of it. Yeah. You're like, you're a a rock. This is a a tough week for her. Is it okay to be a rock? A rock. People people can lean on you. By the way, uh, all my friends that I do this would yeah. do the exact same thing for me so well, it's you've... not really an act of like no i know you guys are part. all you guys are all nice to each other we're good to each other all right so i was like hey what else can we do to help you out sorry you're going through this and she put uh taking care of the kids is a huge 
and your podcast. You have no idea how perfect it was to hear your voices and to laugh during a funeral. <laughs> oh, we know what it's like to laugh to during a funeral. It's like, oh my God. Uh, and then uh, I didn't have to talk or be present. And I put, can I post this review, this review on our website? And she gave me a thumbs up. <laughs> I like that we, uh, we're not even going to post it on the website. We're just going to re- read the review right here on the podcast. It was truly like, well, I'm glad you're listening to it. Because I guess she got in the car with her husband, John, and he turned the car on and it automatically synced to his phone. Mm-hmm. So the podcast on the way to the funeral just pops up. Yeah. And they, he was like, should I turn it off? Is this like right. inappropriate? And then she just started laughing. Which is, like, All right. so it worked out. And for you that don't know, uh, John's a wontophile. Mm-hmm. Really into it. He's not allowed within 500 feet of our studio because yeah. it just gets weird. Yeah. And his kids are always like, oh, my dad's listening to your podcast again. So good. <laughs> Boy, man, if you hated your friends, your parents' friends, uh, and they had a podcast yeah. and they're playing it all the time, like, this is like the worst. Uh, yeah. It's like when we're there and then when we're not there, <laughs> they're still with us. But Share the podcast with your kids. Annoy everybody you know with this. This is a pretty, uh, I've been getting a little bit lax with the swearing. Yeah. From time to time. We try not to. And we don't really talk like dirty people. Yeah. You know, we're not toilet mouths. We're not pirate hookers. We're not pirate hookers. Pirate hooker. I don't oh, know that pirates know. had hookers. I think they just took women. No, but you're a pirate hooker. Oh, you know hooker. what? They did pay. What? Who's a pirate, a pirate hooker? hooker? You're a hooker and a pirate. Oh, wait a second. Yeah. You're a pirate hooker. Yeah. So you do pirate things, but also hooker things. Mm-hmm. So... That's kind of make, I like that because. It's a way cooler hooker than just a regular hooker. Um, Because you're a pirate. Yeah. And then when you go to port with all the other pirates, you can also get a job. Get some hooking. hooking. You hook. Yeah, you're not spending your booty. But aren't the pirates the ones that are looking for the hookers? <laughs> I don't know. I just said pirate I think they hooker. are. I uh, like pirate hooker. I'll buy piratehooker.com. I think it's from uh, that Will Ferrell, you dirty pirate hooker. <laughs> The anchor man. <laughs> See, the, once again, things that just sit in our head yeah. and they just pop it's out. It's no good. It's it no is good. good. No, I think it's good. Um, so we got Chad Daniels coming up. We got a that big Chad Daniels. That Chad Daniels. I think that's his Instagram, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's his email too. <laughs> so so I, I'm not going to give you the the at whatever. You figure that out. You probably go to his so website. So Chad, we uh, worked a lot with on the road when we were all just doing stand up. Yeah. And he was truly a delight to spend time with all the time. Yeah. And he was like, at the at the time he was like featuring, mm-hmm. and it's tough to go after him oh. because he's so funny. It was brutal. So going it, after he was him. one of those guys that you're like, oh, he's gonna move up real fast. Yeah, and even though it headliner. was awful going after him some nights, you were still just like, I loved working with him. I'm yeah, like, I'll I'll take a tough ten minutes after him to like acclimate the crowd back to a normal. Good level. person, super funny, and then he also brought up something I did to him in Appleton that I <laughs> can't believe I did, like. It's like serial killer level. Yeah, but we were like in our 20s. We were idiots. Yeah, but, you know, I think after the age of two, you shouldn't do what I did. Probably, but. Yeah, but it, it was still, still funny. It made me laugh. It made me laugh, too, because that's a perfect. And that's how likable you are. You're still friends. Yeah, I guess so. That's what my therapist says. He goes, you know, your quality <laughs> is likability. I think that's one of your gifts. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, no, we, we uncovered. We're, we're, we're peeling back the were layers. Were you like, are you paid to say that? We're paid. We're... <laughs> Aren't you I think supposed you are. to find me to be likable to do your job? <laughs> Wait, no, you're supposed to find other things wrong that I can work on. Yeah. Likeabilities. Likeabilities good. You are I very got that likeable. locked up. Um, all right, so we got a new printer for the house. It's and hell. Uh, I don't I hate it so I hate, much. I mean, I'm fifty one, feel forty eight. I feel like I should be able to <laughs> I think here's what I think you should be able to do when you buy a printer. First off, I hate having a printer, but whatever, you have to have a printer. Well, if wait, you're right. the first one I bought. Uh, well, didn't air print. 
So Megan bought like, a printer. Who, who makes a printer that doesn't have a wireless feature? It had like uh, a oh, Wi-Fi, so in, like a, yeah, like that. You it know, had that, the signal on it. The signal, like, right. but like on the box. That's so it looked so like mad. it was Wi-Fi, and then you go, "It's not a Wi-Fi." Pr-. It's just you have to plug it in. But into we didn't your, know that until we had tried it for three hours. I like set it up, and uh, I'm like, "Why is it not?" Then doing I felt this? bad. I ordered it. I didn't double check. Yeah, but it's like, oh. This car doesn't have doors. Like, yeah, what, like you what have do you to mean? get in you through the sunroof. No, the doors have to oh. open. So we had to send that one back. I think we sent like two back now. And then uh, yeah. I just think when you buy a printer, you should be able to plug it in. Correct. And then it just works. Uh, by the way, I just checked. Unavailable. It's not yeah. Available. So there you go. So the new one that we got is uh, it's it's it depends on what mood it's in. If it's going to allow you to like it's such a so. You have we to got constantly an turn. Expensive one up north when we were doing homeschooling for the kids. Yeah, when they were working out of the house. It's like a travel printer. It's, it's so tiny. small and tiny. It's, it's in as, this little cabinet. It's like a loaf of bread size. Put it in, plug it in, and it worked. And all of a sudden, everyone can you print, can print from it. And it, they so the price on it was like super inexpensive. It's like a hundred bucks. Right, and now it's like four hundred. So I'm yeah. like, oh, I can't get that one again because nobody can go into a WeWork anymore. So they're all working <laughs> from their house. So, so the way, I was like, all I want is a tiny thing that will print out stuff just from your phone and we're not like printing out like uh photos or anything like that we just like we write we're writers so scripts every once in a while yeah i know you guys don't like to think we do but sometimes we pre-plan what we're going to do down here we need to print out a couple copies so we can read it i know you guys know we do it because this is quality also eddie likes to print things and then be like mia can you grab that from the printer i go mia can you get that from the printer and she goes over there and i go what's it say and she goes uh my name is mia and i love my daddy She goes, oh, and she was like making a grilled cheese on the George Foreman grill that I made her go do this. But I told her, I go, this is the exact same thing I used to do to Mike O'Brien uh, in the office at the writer's room. Yeah. The printer would just go on and then somebody would grab it and read it. And then like, what is this? And it says, my name's Mikey O'Brien. And sometimes I like to go pee pee outside. And then we'd all look at Mike like, why would you write that Come and on, send man. it to the printer? We're trying to work. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> Um, I loved doing that. That's, I, if there's anything I miss from not having that show still on, it's yeah. doing that to Mike the printer. The pranks. The printer pranks. Yeah. Printer pranks. New yeah. segment. Printer pranks. Um, so we get this new printer. I bring the old printer down here that yeah. now it works again because it's like right next to my laptop. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it's on okay. My phone. It's, it's a great like printer. It's always out of ink though. It takes forever to hook up. It's actually it, not always out of ink. It, it goes uh, through ink a lot, but yeah. somehow I bought like this box of ink. This is, I don't know if people are enjoying this content. <laughs> Probably not. But I bought this box of ink and I th- it said like, you know, two cartridges or whatever. I there ended up getting like 30. are not enough sound cues in the world or music to drop into this to make this interesting. <laughs> Why did that not work? Oh no. The oh, soundboard. Oh no, is the off. soundboard down? Oh no, it's not down. It's just not. Bow, 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 bow. Yeah, Megan will just make the sounds. Megan's big into mouth noises. What? Guys. I don't know if you know that, but. What? Oh, there it is. There we go. I sounds. Like that one. We have to. Uh, the soundboard wasn't working. I also forgot. with the printer, they make you get their app, and they want uh, you to print through their app. And I'm like, I'm not dropping my documents into an app. Yeah, to print I, them. And then they're like, order our ink. Well, the thing is, is like they give you the. They basically give you the printer. Yeah. We got this printer. It's not an expensive printer. And I see why. Because it works 50% of the time. <laughs> yeah. 50-50. Like in War Dogs. 50-50 we make it yeah. through the 50-50. triangle of death. Yeah. Um, but they just want you to buy their ink. But I found this like easy ink or something yeah. online. And they just it's just refurbished cartridges. Yeah. But let's stop talking about printers. 
because I feel like I'm becoming a grandpa yeah. behind the microphone right now. Anyways, where do I, we get it? Where, where, Costco. <laughs> it made it worse <laughs> right after I got gas oh, and before God. I got salmon. Oh, okay. We'll stop. We'll salmon stop. raised in a toilet. Yep. Get it. It's got mm, all the uh, so good. essential vitamins. Yep. <laughs> it's so pale. Um, so anyways, we... Sorry, I'm sniffing. If you send us something uh, to print... It'll happen within the day because yeah. the printer comes online. Right and now offline. we're sketching uh, what people are sending to us yeah. on a blank piece of paper and calling it a printer. Like, hey, I, I just wrote this down. I'm so glad it's not. Like, my fear is like somebody coming over here and needing something printed. This is how cush men have it. That's your big fear. That's my fear. I'm not, oh, I don't there's fear. There's so many things I'm afraid of. I don't fear like, being, I fear. I don't fear being pulled over. <laughs> I don't fear walking through a parking lot at night. Yeah, with my skirt yeah. too high. Yeah. I don't I fear none of that. I fear somebody comes over and needs something printed and I cannot accomplish the task. God. I want to print it for you. I, I just can't. I have two printers. I don't know if it'll happen. Yeah. Well, I hope I, that fear never comes true. Can you somehow save what you need printed to a thumb drive and yeah. then we can take it over to Kinkos? Yeah. And then get laughed at there. And then can you print this? And they're like, of course we can print that. We're not idiots. We know how to set up a printer. I just think you should be able to plug a printer in. It should work. Yeah. That's we, it. Uh, have we Shouldn't even about... have to be on a network. Agreed. Okay. I'm done with the printer. I'm done now. All right. Now this next have thing we I want to talk about. the Super Bowl? I don't care about the Super Bowl. But, I don't really care either. Um, I saw uh, Matthew Stafford tried to kill some lady. Yeah. That was not good. <laughs> um, Everyone's I, like, well, he was drunk. And I'm like, even when I'm drunk, I care if people live. He, he didn't even laugh. A drunk yeah. person would laugh. Like, oh, look at you. <laughs> he didn't even do that. So I don't. I think he just kind of like got himself out of that situation as fast as he could. Yeah, I don't know what he was thinking. His wife ran right over there, and I always thought she was kind of like a, a, a little bit, bit of a pill. A little bit of a pill, maybe, but she seems like Turns she out really she had brain surgery. It's hard to call yeah. someone a pill after that. I was like, she oh, absolutely maybe I'm a jerk. was trying to like fix. It. Anyways, yeah. if you haven't seen the video, it's uh, not there's great. a photographer taking some pictures, and she falls off the stage, and he just kind of makes a face like whoa, and then just turns and, then and walks. He's off. like, you handle this, and then just leaves. Yeah, but I will say in times of COVID, you know, you don't know what to do. <laughs> Nothing to do with COVID. He could have long-term COVID. That can yeah. affect the brain as to the part where you help people. If he's getting people. it, it's not from the journalist. He's not getting he's it. He's getting it. it in the locker room. Yeah. Like, let's not kid ourselves. All those guys are tested. I don't think any of them have COVID. They all have it. Your team did for like three yeah. weeks. That's, uh, it really impacted us. And you guys are just like, they're pulling people out of uh, Sam and Dave's to yeah. come out and like, servers. Those who didn't have COVID had ripped ligaments. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't great. It was a rough season for you guys. Next year, Cleveland. Next. <laughs> Every year you do this to yourself. I know, I get so mad. I mean, we're in February How and you're long doing we, it. We've been married 20 years and every off season, it's what do I ask sexy you? 20. Yeah, it's the sexy 20. Sexy what do, 20. What do I ask you every offseason, every think, summer? Do you think the Browns would be good this year? And what do you say? I think I think they, you know what, if, uh, they, um, here's me, uh, I'm doing Marty from uh, Ozark. <laughs> um, you know, um, it's, mm. they're going to play the games and. Uh, mm, that's um, that's going to be how they do it. How's your dad? Just switch <laughs> to things like that. Just, he's really good about like not answering the, oh, I love that show so much. Uh, it's just, yeah. It is what it is. And you've really hooked me on Smartless, that podcast. It's funny, isn't it? Yeah. I was listening to the Dave Grohl one today. Yeah. It's so great. I like it because they're just talking, half of them, they're just talking to their buddies. Yeah. Uh, which is fun to hear. And then the other half, like sometimes it's somebody intellectual and it's a stretch for them to talk. <laughs> so he, they were talking to Dave Grohl and, you know, when he was in Nirvana, he was in a band before Nirvana. Yeah. 
and they're like, this guy can really play the drums. Let's see if he can hang out with, you know, Cobain, if they can kind yeah. of like mesh or whatever. Yeah. They said like two minutes in, they were kind of like on the same page. So his first check he gets from Nirvana. Because he, he asked him like, what did you spend? In your, the first time you got a check with some mm-hmm. real money, what did you spend it on? Like, did you anything guilty, guilty pleasures or whatever? And he goes, my first check was for $400. And they're like, wait, wait a second. When you were in Nirvana, the first check was $400? And he's yeah. like, yeah. And he goes, I literally went out and bought a BB gun. He went to Kmart, I think. <laughs> I think he said Kmart. Went to bought a BB gun, a Nintendo. That's perfect. And then I forget what the third thing was. And he goes, and then I was instantly back to the couch, living on a couch, eating corn dogs. Because yeah. he blew all his money on yeah. like three stupid items. A BB gun. <laughs> Uh, a Nintendo. Nintendo and like God I wish I remember what the third one was but it's been it's been really funny Cause I like I like Foo Fighters and yeah he's pretty creative dude and yeah fun and what was uh, a $400 for like uh, covering your expenses I don't even know I mean like can you imagine no. like you're in Nirvana they're kind yeah. of like they got big really fast yeah 400 bucks check? the checks got a little different after that yeah they absolutely did but I, I was like $400 but he mm-hmm. said when he got that he was like holy shit this is because that, at that point, it had been the most money. money he's ever made. Yeah. Like in a check. That's the, mo- the biggest check he'd ever gotten for doing yeah. music. Um, Good for him. Yeah. I don't know how we went from Super Bowl to that, to podcast. Yeah. Oh, Jason Bateman. But, yeah. Megan. Do you think the Browns will be good next year? You know, I think uh, they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna play the games. Yeah. And they're all, they've already, they're going to go to different cities, and cities are going to come to them. I, and I, I think Baker may fail to... I think he's going to be great. It's a game of inches. Yeah, that's right. Anything can happen on any given Sunday or Monday or Thursday. And he also and sometimes likes to Saturdays. compliment. It sounds like it's going to be a compliment to Cleveland and then just crap all over it. Um, no, I, I mm. think it's, well, I don't know that a lot of the people in Cleveland would get it. So it's fun to say, <laughs> case in point. Um, you know what was funny? The good thing, honey, is the city's so dirty, no one's even going to notice that they're losing. I'm like, stop! Just stop right now! I mean, I feel like if the city were to win a Super Bowl, yeah, it they'd have to clean the streets <laughs> to so people could kind of get down there. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I remember we did a turkey trot there one Thanksgiving. Oh, man, that was And it bad. was freezing. It was so cold. And we were running. And I was so happy Sarah Hack was pregnant. Yeah, because so she couldn't go fast. <laughs> And I remember saying, I was running with Kevin. Kevin, you know, I slow it down so he can keep up with me. Yeah. Even though he has a longer stride. It's weird. It's yeah. almost like he's running backwards. Yeah. But I did say to him, I go, I go, do you think LeBron's even going to stay here? And like seven <laughs> people shot me looks. And he did leave for Miami. Not, uh, not right the next year, but maybe two or three years yeah. after. Man. So I called that one. But then yeah. I didn't call him going back and winning a title. I remember being at a bar one time watching a Browns game in California and uh, the Browns won and all the Browns fans were like, yeah. And our friend was like, I hope LeBron James tears all his ligaments. And like everyone just stopped uh, (laughs) cheering and looked at him and was like, I hate this guy so much. I'm like, we got to leave. We got to leave. It was great because they couldn't even enjoy that (laughs) victory without somebody just crapping on them, crapping all over the place. That's when I was like, we got to get the ticket. We got to watch this in the house. But it's funny because you're just a you're a fan of the dog pound, right? I love the Browns. You love the Browns. And everybody yet, making fun of Baker Mayfield and saying he's not good. You guys are wrong. The kid's awesome. No, he's a good actor. He does broke a lot his of commercials. Arm, okay? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Eddie. What? No, he is. I, he's very good in the commercials. Moving on. But it's funny how much you love the Browns. But yet mm-hmm. I find out you don't understand people having pets at their wedding. 
I was in, I was going through Instagram and I saw somebody. Well, that's that's a pet heavy wedding centric pet in a tuxedo, <laughs> and not just attending the wedding, but like a part of the ceremony. Uh huh. And I was like, I, I don't get it. Has anybody had their dog marry them? I know people are worried about people marrying pets, the conservatives. Yeah. Uh, the slippery slope they talk about. Yeah. But has anybody had a dog actually uh, perform the ceremony? Yeah. I don't, a, I don't think we so. We have to sign something. So yeah. I don't think it is. But I looked up this uh, over there at brides.com. Mm-hmm. 50 ways to incorporate your pet into the wedding. Now, what is your beef with these pets being in the wedding? I don't, Can they I don't be have, like, at the wedding? Beef. I just don't understand it. Like, I don't find it enjoyable to bring our dogs places because it's like one extra thing you got to do is make sure it's not being a little turd. Well, so yeah. let's say you have the perfect pet and you bring it everywhere, right? What would the perfect pet be? A I don't goldfish? know. Goldfish? No, like a dog, right? You have the perfect dog. Like you it's well-behaved. You have the well perfect behaved. dog. It's well-behaved. It goes everywhere with you. But then like your wedding, and maybe I'm a little ideal, but like that's supposed to be like the, the mark of your relationship forever. Like your mm-hmm. pet's not going to live forever. But people bring pets into a wedding. Not everybody. But isn't going to make you sad when you look at your pet? Oh. In the wedding photo. Later on, when they, when the pet passes. Yeah. And then the you know they're yeah. Because like if it's I a, guess so. an old I think it relative, will make you sad. you're sure. like oh, but you don't replace an old relative with another old relative. Like <laughs> with a pet, you get another pet. <laughs> Is that you, am I out of line? Am I out of line? Do no, you need to edit you, this? You can't. Re- it's true. You cannot replace an right. old relative with yeah. another. You don't just go get a new one. Well, let's go down to the shelter. And not that like, I mean, we've, I've had pets pass away. It's definitely, you don't like, you're not replacing them, but it, it's just, I don't know. It would always make me a little sad. Yeah. And so, also, I don't think pets should wear tuxedos. I said it. You don't think they should be no. dressed like people? No. I like no. to shove our dogs in jerseys on game day. Yeah. It's kind of fun though. Yeah. They hate it. Well, a tuxedo seems like a lot. Like. I've I've bought suits before. And, and yeah, where do you even get it? That's a it's not a rental. No, no, that's Mm-mm. that's the dog has a tux now. But like now the dog has a job in the wedding and. Well, there is some some of the things uh, they suggest you can walk down the aisle together, but mm-hmm. Duncan would be ama- that would be the worst. That'd be the worst dog coming <laughs> down be an like aisle. Like lunging at people, lunging at people, just barking like crazy. We're not doing great with the training. Eating the petals. I'm reading the, a lot of stuff right now to help. We're doing horrible. Yeah. Like, we're so we're bad at failing this. failing it. I, I'm reaching out to somebody to help us. He's had diarrhea for three straight days because I can't keep him from eating things on a walk. Yeah. He eats everything. So, you know. I, but out although if I were mask. to let him go free on his own, he would die of malnutrition. He would not catch anything worthy of eating. He'd just keep eating stuff. Yeah. Um, you can pose for pictures with your dog. You can, they could be in the wedding photos. No. Not at the ceremony. Oh, that was your worry is like, then they're always in that photo. Yeah. Um, dress your pup in festive attire. There's a little bow tie on this dog. <laughs> Invite your pup to the getting ready suite. How about that? Uh, but like it's your wedding. But just the it's getting like a ready big suite. Day. So not even they can't even Does, get. I, maybe I was the only one that was like, oh, just get through this. Like it, it's like nerve wracking. We had two weddings. Because yeah. you you're very specific. First, <laughs> <laughs> it's not me. Where parents wanted us to get married in the church, so we did. And take photos together. Uh, take a squad pick. I, I, uh-huh. I hate that whole sentence. Squad take a squad pick. pick. Um, have fun. Okay, this is how's that? Thanks yeah. a lot, Brian. Now you got to bring 
dog food to the reception. Consider you your cats. Worry about your dog eating everybody else's stuff. And guys, and we love animals. We love animals. I do. We're animal people. Yeah. We're just thinking they don't need. Do they go to church with you for Christmas service? No. No. You don't bring them. No. What if? Here you go. What if the bride and the groom are blind? Ooh. All right. Then that's not. And a pet, they need though. the dog. That's a service dog. Okay, so service dogs yes. are okay at a wedding. Service dogs, perfectly acceptable. All right, that's okay. a good one. Very sweet. Um, you don't want They're them to, working. You don't want them to bring the rings down. Uh, that actually I don't mind. But then, like, oh, what's it gonna do? Sit it in the front for the whole rest of the time? Or, like, so maybe you could bring it down and then you just get it out of there. Yeah. Just this lady, just give your right. pup a kiss. Ooh, kissing. Allow some alone time. Okay, well that's that's the honeymoon. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get out of that. All oh, right. So God. I think uh, like can you like we got married in church. Yeah, I, I don't know. That, I don't know that church would be like, yeah, your puppy can walk down the church has so many rules. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of rules, mm-hmm. and then there's some things that should be rules that they've never addressed. Yeah, there's a lot like, of rules that should be. Uh, and then and then uh, put on the books. I, I don't know about the pets. Yeah, there's some rules that should could probably come off the books. Yeah, but yeah. pets, I don't know. I think. I think they make a lot of uh, exceptions for people when they're getting married. Yeah. Depends on if you're no, a, a, a I think a lot of people pillar. get married outside, too. It's not necessarily like not everybody gets married the way we got married. So. Would anybody get married in a dog park? No. Oh, and it was just a, so whoever's gross. there can be there. <laughs> That's, oh. hey, you really want to do it. Do that. That'd be uh, my dad got married on the beach, remember? And there was like somebody in the background like oh, yeah. throwing a Frisbee. It was hilarious yeah you can't like close you can close off a little part of the beach yeah where the ceremony right is. but it's public you know like also it was supposed to be beautiful and it was just people like walking with speedos in the background yeah and on record i'm gonna i mean i don't know if they had heard the duo oh no they hadn't um, before like in a, under other circumstances where no. it sounded like nobody they, had heard the singer before and when they started it was like a singer and a piano player, right? Mike Kelly could not stop laughing. Yeah, our brother-in-law, uh, Britta's husband. Like, he uh, was trying to, like, not audibly laugh, and so he was muffling it, but then the more he muffled it, the more he just started, like, Yeah, and you know what? I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's the way the the, the wind is coming off the now, sea, and it's pushing the sound was... around all that. <laughs> and they didn't have monitors. I like to be able to hear yeah. myself, even just doing comedy like, on stage. Every, you know, like I was people, making so like, many excuses for Sometimes them. people are looking down or looking out. And then all of a sudden bad. when that happened, everybody like focused attention. Like, And then we all started looking at each other like, do you, you hear this, yeah, right? Yeah, this is not just me, right? This is exactly, we're all hearing exactly what we're hearing, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what Mike Kelly was doing inside of his head. Oh, my God. Um, all right. But if you had your pet in your wedding and you're offended by my thoughts, I'm sorry. What if you had a, a like a hawk? I don't think outdoor should, wedding I don't think hawk brings pet. the ring in. I don't think are hawks pets. I mean, anything can be a pet. I don't think that's true, Eddie. No, ask, I don't think that's true. Ask, uh, anything can be a pet. Through the ages, England has made anything a pet. All right, country. We need to stop. Just, right I'm now. just saying that anything anything can be a pet. Next topic. There is no oh, uh, wordle. Wordle. We're gonna talk about wordle. All right, Twitter. Cut it out with sharing your wordle. Like the only ones I want to see is if you guessed it in one yeah. or you had four letters and you couldn't do it in six. Yeah. That's what I, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. The word, the sharing of the word, like it, you and me like to shoot them back to each other personally. Right. We but play Wordle. This is probably world. the first we've talked about Wordle. It's a great game. It's fun. I, you know what? The first maybe six months I was seeing it on Twitter. I'm like, I'm not going to do this. Everyone's so annoying. It's like I hated the it I just because of sticker. that. Yeah. I voted. Right. I vo- Good for you. You're an adult. You're you did what you're supposed to do. Yeah. 
the great. Glad you could get a Tuesday yeah. off. Right? Oh, I voted. I got um, a sticker. Be an adult. Yeah, play Wordle in uh, play Wordle like in a play Wordle like it's uh the worst thing you could look up on the internet. Keep it to yourself. Right. Don't share it with anybody yeah. else. Um and it's not even the best game that Unless you can play on your phone. You guess it in one. Yeah. Or yeah. you can't get it in six and you have most of the letters. The last not yesterday, but the day before, I had every letter except one. That was amazing. That was know. like worth sharing because you had Every letter except for one Second for the last, the last four. Yeah, like there were four. The last four. It was just like guesses. shave, shape, shade, shale. <laughs> like none of them. Never got it. <laughs> I think it was shake. It was shake. But everything you did made sense. Shape. Yeah. Shave. I hate it. Sh- I think shade, shale, and shade. then it was shake. Yeah. Um, but it's not even the best phone you can play or the game you can play on your phone right now. The best game, and I treated you guys to it last night because mm-hmm. I threw it from my phone to the TV. Yeah. Retro Bowl. We haven't even talked about how much I love to play Retro Bowl. Yeah, you do love it. Like a lot of times I'll be talking to you about something serious mm-hmm. and you're like, uh-huh. I'm in a wild card uh-huh. game, and I look Megan. over and you're Retro Bowling it. And I'm just like, all right. It's fun. Retro Bowl, get that for your phone. It's so much fun. And then- I'm going to fight it for two more years. And when everyone stops, I'll be like, this is amazing. I've played, I think, 56 seasons, 17 game seasons. I'm, I've am i won 13 Retro Bowls. The kids love it. The kids, yeah, they they Mia, who hates, hates football, football, loves playing Retro Bowl. She's like, I got 38 titles. I'm yeah, she like, goes, what? Dad, I'm not impressed. So what? But I put it on TV last night because I was in the Retro Bowl, and uh, yeah. we won. So I'm 13th title. Mike O'Brien said I should start making T-shirts. Yeah. So there you go. I don't think so. No, I'm not. I, that, I should do that, though. It's a three-peat right now, too. I've won the last three. Uh, re- get, just get Retro Bowl. You yeah. Know, you thank, thank me later. Um, and also... Pay the dollar ninety nine upgrade because then you get replays and weather you pay, conditions. You put money into after retro- like thirty oh, seasons. I, pl- I put I paid a dollar. That's against all our rules for games. You no, don't because pay then extra you also money. get you have a hall of fame and you can see. I can go back and look at all the th- and I've mm. I've accomplished ninety seven percent of what you're supposed to accomplish with retro bowl. Only thing I can't or have not done yet is win with a no like a non star quarterback mm-hmm. or win with a non star lineup. Which means when you get to the Retro Bowl, you have to bench everybody on your team yeah. and just win with scrubs. And it's the worst version of football ever. It's like watching Pop Warner. I thought you were going to say the Browns. I was like, oh, man. No. It's close. <laughs> I hate you. You know, like four years ago, watching the Browns and the uh, Bengals right. like play, it's like, why uh, even have this game? Just flip the coin. It was either amazing, like 60 to 45, or it was awful, like 3 nothing. Did you want the Bengals to win? No. Yeah, because they're in your division. No. So that's yeah. just... I, I was happy to see them get there, but I was like, oh, I can't live with this in It's hard division. to, like, cheer for them. Them just being, like, all cocky. We beat them twice. You guys did. And one but time, But it does show you, strength. once you get to the playoffs, if you can really turn it on, you can get to the Super Bowl. Yeah, absolutely. And then Aaron Donald team starts will clicking. destroy your dreams. Like when they... Yeah. <laughs> we lost... I, every, I only won... I made 20 bets on the Super Bowl because I was in Vegas that week. Yeah. I won one of them. Which one did you win? Uh, coin toss. Ah. Uh, like, That's very good. At, no. One out of 20 is not very good. I missed. I called. You I did picked, terrible. I picked 19 things too. wrong. 19 things. Well, I helped you on a couple of them because I was like, first drive will end in anything other than a. Well, uh, we were picking some long shots, which, I yeah. mean, if you're going to bet five, ten dollars $10 on a bet. Then yeah. that's what you do because yeah. they they can pay off big. Well, we bought we won two dollars. Big deal. 
you know, Oliver teased it up to a, uh-huh. a sixty over sixty point game with uh, the Bengals winning by three because the Simpsons had. Uh, uh-huh. I think we talked about that. I had the, the Rams last... winning the whole time. Yeah, I I just felt like they would, but I don't know. I guess I wanted the Bengals. I, I definitely wanted a good game, and that, yeah, it was it was, it was a kind good of game. boring. And then it got like anybody could have won at the end. I felt like it, at at any point you weren't like, oh, this team is for sure gonna win. Well, right when the second half started, and the Bengals scored right away. I'm like, yeah. okay, this game is this is a good game. We did a home prop bets. I put 20 bucks in yeah. and then the kid with the most. And it it's Reese. like the worst fans of football end up just getting amazing points. But like you and Oliver yeah. did terribly on this. Like out of 30 things you pick, I got six. Yeah. Because uh, you like you just know too much about football. Yeah. And you have to kind of maybe go into it cold. Like, like knowing Mia nothing. and Poppy destroyed. Reese won the whole thing. And yeah. She knows enough about football, but I don't know if she, she knows cares about either one of these teams. She knows a sport. That's it. Like, she knows the basics, but that was perfect. She won 20 bucks. She won 20 bucks. We had some wings. That was it. Yeah. And, uh, all right, I think that's all we have, like, up front, other than we do have a little interview with... Uh, that Chad Daniels. Good buddy Chad. So, yeah. uh, enjoy, enjoy the interview. And at the end of the interview, you know, we like to come back and wrap things up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, here you go. <laughs> Have you ever had a mild to severe addiction to mahjong? Do you ignore or mock a person who warns you the pizza is hot before biting into it? If you've said yes to either of these, then you'd probably like Chad Daniels. See why digital com media calls Chad Daniels the most tick-talked-about comedian of 2022. I don't even know what that means, but it might have something to do with his unique comedy bits on topics like raising kids. I think my favorite one was one time he goes, uh, oh man, I just burped up some puke. <laughs> And he goes, no, you're not getting it. I burped and then puke came up. And I go, you're not getting it. That's puking. I said, have you ever sat on the toilet and thought, man, I'm really farting out some shit right now? No, of course not. Of course you have. The Me Too movement. It's super serious. Have you read some of the stories? They're gut-wrenching and heartbreaking. And then there are some where it's just like, all right, there was a lady from Michigan who got her ass grabbed by President Bush Sr. 27 years ago, and that was her Me Too story. And like, you read the other ones and you're like, how are you limping in with this bullshit? (laughs) He didn't finger your ass whole. (laughs) And I want to be very, very clear about something. In no way am I blaming this woman, but I feel like all of us learn at a very young age to not stand in front of an old man for any reason at all. And of course, getting older. I grew a beard. From Grand Forks, North Dakota to Macaw, you've probably seen Chad perform live stand-up comedy or host karaoke. But today, you'll hear him on I Won't Listen. Please welcome Fergus Falls' own Chad Daniels. Who are you and how do you know us? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Well, my name is Chad Daniels. And I know you both from The Road, The Comedy Road. That is true. We've talked about you on the podcast chat a few times. So I think people are familiar with you. Sure. But this is nice to finally get to catch up with you. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, we've had lots of fun times on the roads, both of us. I've had fun times with Eddie, fun times with Megan. And Megan may not think they're fun times because she might still have a heat blister. They were always the most fun weeks when we were (laughs) together. Uh, and I still remember, like, I drive by on PCH to the airport, and it's uh, it's pretty much condemned now, but it's an old Carl's Jr. Yeah. And, like, you always made me, when I picked you up from the airport, like, pull over, I got to get Carl's Jr. 
three cheeseburgers, two large fries, uh, two chocolate shakes, and one large Coke. And some flapjacks. Too early for flapjacks? What I would do... I know, I know. It's so toilet for you. But every trip to Los Angeles for me, from northern Minnesota, I was like, this is it. This could be the one. So I would eat, I wouldn't eat carbs for two months. Yeah. Come out, try to be thin for meetings. And then when I got there, I was like, nope, let's go to Carl's Jr. What do you still got that rodeo burger? I'm in. Yeah, you ordered like the grossest thing and I had to order it for you because I was in the driver's seat. (laughs) I was like, we're not going inside. Let's just get this done. And you're like extra sauce. I was like, oh. Like pass it over to you probably. Like I had to smell it. People probably think this happened during COVID the way you're describing it. <laughs> no, we're just anti so like, We didn't go out inside. It was horrible. Oh, yeah. So good. All right. Well, That's thanks it. for coming on. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me, you guys. It was a treat. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> What's going on yeah. in Chad's world? Kind of, the, kind of the same thing. Daughter turns 18 tomorrow. So mm-hmm. it's her senior year. There's a lot of lasts that I'm dealing with. And um, in order to stay ahead of the sadness, I am uh, planning what I'm gonna do next year, which probably won't come to fruition, but I do love having a, a whiteboard filled with trips that I'll never take just to uh, not cry when my daughter tells me stuff. I mean, yeah. do you wanna share some of these trips with us or do you feel like that would take it, away, take it out of the universe? No, no, I don't think so. So I had these trips planned before the end of March 2020, I was supposed mm-hmm. to go to Costa Rica, had everything planned out. Uh, a couple of years ago, I got a new hip so I could hike Machu Picchu. And I was going to do that in April and that got canceled. And then I was going to go to uh, Iceland to chase the northern lights because mm-hmm. it, they say you can see them in Minnesota, but it is really? so gray and so shitty here all winter. that yeah. I, I just disagree. You can't see anything. I feel like the moon, the moon always looks like it's in a Michael Jackson video. It just sucks here. It's the worst. Wait, is the hip uh, replacement from a uh, from running? Yeah, from running, and then I also think it must be from. We used to have. Uh, they turned a tennis court in town into a nine foot basketball court. Um, so so we were just running for seven hours a day when I was younger, dunking and stuff, and having yeah. the best time, not realizing yeah. I was destroying my body. <laughs> did you and Fairbanks go together to get the hips replaced? No, he got, uh, he got like a fancy one. There's like a, some French doctor came up with his, when you ask him about his hip, it almost seems like <laughs> there was wine and hors d'oeuvres involved. It's very, very high society. Ooh, seems like not the same body part. Yeah. I mean, you know, when I watched, so I watched an example of his surgery and it was just shaving and carving some stuff off. Right. And then my surgery, they cut my femur uh-huh. at the top. And then they pounded in a piece of metal, like a wine stop into my femur. Yeah. Yeah. While my ankle was next to my ear, like I was playing oh. a trick. Like I was oh. uh, one of the Wayans brothers answering my ankle. <laughs> Cause I'm so flexible. Yeah. Oh God. That sounds awful. Why did they tell you what they were going to do? I was just like, I, I don't want to know. I just oh, did you want to know? Did you know going in? I watched the surgery, like the biggest dipshit of all time yeah. before. Uh-huh. And then, and then it took me another year. I just lived with the pain for a year because I was not interested in any of that. Did you ever get to watch your surgery? Did they ever? No. Uh-uh. I would never want to watch that. What if the guy was like smoking? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You hear things like, oh, whoops. What do you mean? Whoops. Yeah. I'd just constantly be telling everyone around me, I guess it was cold in there, guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> 
how's the hip feel? It's it's so much better. I remember back in high school when you know you take a weight training class. You were doing at least I was doing squats and the the coaches just didn't know anything about anything, and that's just right. the truth. I mean, yeah. you took you took FIAD because you couldn't pass math and shit. So <laughs> they would pull on my shoulders when I was squatting yeah. to try to get me to the right spot. Oh. And it turns out my pelvis is just jacked up. So it I'm going to have to get my left hip done. But uh, you know what, it's going to be great. Because right now, if I'm if I'm warm, I can sit down on the ground without using my hands, which is kind of yeah. kind of nice. Yeah. I've never been able to do that. Very nice. Uh -huh. Yeah, you can sit, yeah, Megan. Thank you. Megan, you can sit. I oh, can please. sit. I yeah. can sit. When you sit, the pressure on your buttocks makes the gluteal muscles spread out. In the process, the small veins around the anus and rectum are stretched and lose elasticity. Then the fragile veins become engorged with blood, and you have hemorrhoids. I just try to think of like all the dumb things we did to re-injure you when we were just running around drinking in Appleton. Like completely oh falling yeah. on the ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> it feels like there's fire in my right butt cheek. What could that be? It's probably Rumpelman. Suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> yeah, come on, ruining everything. Uh, do you remember how bad the water smelled in Appleton? I remember uh, well, a lot of stuff about Appleton that I'm not a fan of, but the water doesn't necessarily stick out. Was it horrible? Oh, just every time I showered there, I was like, oh, it's like a sewage. Was it well water? It might have been. Oh, like, yeah. That's bad. Off, like pumping it into the condo. <laughs> yeah. That Cliff's mom That's would so have true. to clean. You hungry? Chaz, I think I'm okay. I, I had a bite right before I came over. I think she chose to. Oh, he did pay her. He, he specified. Oh, my God. The meatloaf! Now, now I got to clean up after everybody so your mom doesn't get sad. But that was also the threat. <laughs> the threat was like, hey, don't leave it too dirty because my mom will tell me and I won't rebook you. <laughs> that was a great move to get comedians to pick up their stuff. Yeah. yeah. Such a smart move. I just saw him. He's out in, on the West Coast. I just saw him. At San Francisco, him and Kim came to a show. He came to one of the tapings and uh, he like works for airport security where I think he tries to get through security with things in his pocket. And if they stop him, they've done their job. <laughs> oh, Not even lying. A job. Not even lying. He like, he like tries to get by TSA with uh, weird things. They should oh. just pay comics to do that. I'm yeah. actually going to try it without even being hired. Mm. Yeah. And then just go, hey, guys, great job. This is actually what I do for a living. And see what they do. Just go, oh, we got, we got another one. Put it on the board. I'm trying to think of where else we have worked. Because in my head, it, it was like a lot of times. But I don't know that it was that many times. I just think every time we got there, like, there were certain people that you, when you looked at your schedule, you were like, oh, this week is going to go by so quick. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it wasn't sure. like Bob Zaney or Larry Reed. <laughs> or like, there were like just a whole list of people that I was like, we're not even going to talk. <laughs> so I was like you and Kevin and Todd Glass. We didn't work together a ton, but you guys let me stay at your place when I was in Los Angeles so yeah. often that yeah. that probably think, has yeah feels like we spent more time together than we actually did on the road. I think you went house hunting with us. Uh, I, I still remember your realtor who would come to a four way stop and he would he would with his hand he would wave the people through before they had stopped. Like he thought, he, like this conductor who yeah. is just making sure traffic keeps going at a smooth rate. Because I, yeah. it was so hard for me not to bust out laughing 
Yeah. As he would just, I mean, he would turn his whole shoulders and just this <laughs> to get people to go. It was great. He actually died on an e-bike in a crosswalk. Not true. Not true? No. Totally fine. <laughs> uh, with the kids in the car because they don't know who he is. They just know that he's a realtor. And they go, hey, guys, look over there. That's Les, our realtor. And they look over and they're all just staring. I mean, he looks at us. <laughs> he's dying, and like, that's your realtor? He looks like the guy from Succession. Like, <laughs> For me, my biggest fear is like kids in the back of a bus staring at me. Like if I'm in my car and there's a bunch yeah. of kids in the back of a bus, like kids staring at you is like never good. Really? You, you don't like it? The shit they're saying. Oh, I don't see. I, I love it. I'll, I'll just give them what they're looking for. I'll put my finger up my nose to my actual palm. <laughs> get I'll deep. just get way up there. Like a, like the original COVID test. Just uh -huh. way back yeah. there. <laughs> get three knuckles or, in. Or just start, you know, roll all the windows down and start dancing to a song I've never heard. I love that kind of stuff. Because <laughs> when I was a kid and you saw an older man doing that, you're like, oh, okay. It's okay to be crazy. You can still get a driver's license. Uh, it's it's nice. Nice. You went the other way. I just sit with it. And he gets like uh, the worst. He's like, uh, 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 like stressed by. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like the weirdest thing to be stressed out about. Did you get but, bullied like, a lot when you were in high school? No, not really. Huh, I wonder what this is about. Maybe maybe you missed bullying and you're just expecting it or something. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm bullyable. Really? Like, yeah. At that age where their friends are in that group, they should be assholes. And like, none of that bugs you. But I mean, like that, I think I'm where Chad's head is now. I just go the other way. Say yeah. things like, you know, no cap, you know. <laughs> Get them like, we got a pretty good vibe going on, huh, guys? Like things like that. Just hits a, <laughs> Megan, what's the one you like to say? It just hits different. Yeah, it just hits different. <laughs> How many times a week do you guys hear stranger danger yelled? <laughs> quite, um, quite a few. Yeah, yeah I would think so. Counting. Um, anytime I see a high school kid, because I go to you know, high school sports, Olivia's a senior. Anytime a kid looks at me funny, I just think, well, I have all the shit you want. Right. Yeah. So it's yeah. like, what, why are you looking at me like that? And then that's yeah. it. And then I just kind of, I smirk back. Yeah. Al alpha male them a little bit. And then they look down at their shoes. Do you like her friends? I like, do. Are they a good group of kids? Yeah. You know, I could have done, uh, so there's a, they just had snowball formal. Okay. And I don't know if you know uh, what a formal is. Of course you do, but I'll explain it. It's just like it's a for, for, you wear a formal dress. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. But the dresses that were being worn Ooh. were like um, if you're watching a spicy movie and they tear off the formal part and it's left with just the form fitting skirt. Well, you know, that's a lot. That's, that's too much, right? You don't want that. It's, it's way too much because they're calling me in. I'm, I'm there. I'm at, you know, her whatever one of our party's houses taking pictures yeah and all the girls they're like come on we're gonna get some shots of them up on the staircase mm. and i go oh and when we're down below on the main level great idea yeah Should like dad stay in the kitchen is this oh, like the, the playboy manor or mansion oh, ridiculous but the yeah. shit that they're wearing is absolutely absurd now, you know I, I listen i'm not body shaming i'm not trying you to know. be one of these old men like tiktok is gonna be the end of the planet but no it's just a lot I, it's no. too much yeah, yeah. I know, like, uh, when I go to the kids' stuff that they're dressing up for, I'm like, holy shit, guys. Yeah, yeah like, I mean, these can't show. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you, Edward. Yeah, wasn't that, I'm, we'll make a t-shirt. 
Uh, <laughs> oh, please do. I'll and wear it to the I prom because it's going to be the same thing. You would think snowball formal would be like, uh, you know, like uh, a warmer getup. You yeah. would think. And it was, <laughs> so they had, we had an ice storm to the point where the, the day of this thing, the interstate was closed. Yeah. And it was 20 below zero with wind chill. <laughs> and they're still just walking around. We're going to dinner. It's like, what if you go in the ditch? You're going to freeze in four minutes. <laughs> I just don't understand. I just don't, I just don't get it. So whatever. Hey, will you tell us about the Westward Ho? Yeah, I started at Acme. And then what happens is right. the last, the, the person working at the Westward Ho, which is in Grand Forks, North Dakota, it was like this entertainment complex. There was a comedy club, a peanut bar with acoustic music, Al's uh, pasta parlor, mm -hmm. a sports bar where you could play blackjack or bet on off, uh, off track racing. Mm-hmm. And then there were also two big ballrooms where they had weddings or UND, the University of North Dakota is there and they have a huge Greek life. Mm -hmm. And right. so they had a lot of fraternities and sorority parties. And it's pretty cool because as the host of the comedy club, you had to also do uh, host karaoke after the shows. Mm -hmm. yep. And I think my favorite part about that was the um, shitty attitudes of the college children that were just paying for everything with their dad's credit card. It made me super stoked to be alive. First, like, it was like, oh, you're really putting a positive spin on this job that everybody dreaded having. Uh, it was fucking horrible. <laughs> it's a six month gig too, right? I, some of the guys stayed up there for 12 months. Oh. So at the end of my six months, I just, I left my set and I was yeah. so pissed off at the crowd and it's just, yeah ready to ready to be done in grand forks yeah so i went to my room i had a heavy bag in my room it's like this six by eight room but mm -hmm. i started hitting the heavy bag and then i laid down on the bed and my buddies came to see if everything was all right and <laughs> all they saw was my heavy bag swinging and so they <laughs> broke you, my door down that you hung yourself yeah they did <laughs> so they, they they broke the door down i had to pay for that which was uh -huh. more than the two hundred dollars or 182.50 I was getting per week because there was always a bounced check fee. Yeah. And I got paid from the place. So it was um, not always. I shouldn't say that. That's me being a dick. It only happened once. But um, once yeah, so I had to pay for the door and it cost more than uh, more than a week's pay. They should pay for the door. They broke it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not how it works with oh, 23 year olds or whatever I was. At the world's worst gig. And then, uh, then do you come back to Acme and then just start going on the road from there? Yeah. So got back to Acme and then let's see. So I left the Westward Ho in May mm -hmm. and then July, Isaac was born my son. Okay. And so it was kind of like, well, what's oh, going to yeah. happen here? Just to give you a look into how supportive my ex-wife was, we were just boyfriend, girlfriend when I went up to Grand Forks and she got pregnant. And oh, I wow. said, I, I wasn't even unpacked yet when she told me. And so I go, all right, yeah, no problem. I'll come back. Um, and, uh, and she goes, no, don't worry about it. I won't really need help till the third trimester. And, you know, nothing you have to, I know this is your dream. So stay up there and, and do it. Come yeah. home when you can. So pretty, pretty slick. And then she also, you know, she had a baby at home and was yeah. working and, and going to school and let me go on the road. So, oh, um, my God. yeah, pretty that, fantastic. That been like crazy times. Uh, I, I think the part that was kind of lost is you lived at this place too. Yeah. For six yeah, months, I, right? Yeah, I lived up there for six months in a, in in a, a hotel, hotel room. 
Well, yeah. you say hotel, Eddie, but um, yeah, I'd like open... to correct you. It was a motel with a, a wagon wheel. You had to drive over a bridge and a bunch of people touched the wagon wheel for luck. Oh it's my like, God. what are we doing? It was, a, it was a fun place to visit for like, you know, was it two nights, three nights of comedy? Probably, yeah, it was four. It was Wednesday, Thursday, yeah. Friday, Saturday. But so, I wouldn't have wanted to live there on those off days. No way. Karaoke oh, days? You think I ate like shit when I came to Carl's Jr.? What was that place there that served that really awful pizza that everybody loved to go to late at night? Oh, I don't know about the Mexican pizza, something. Oh yeah. It's uh, it's red pepper. My parents have some people live next door to them from Grand Forks, North Dakota, and they had it shipped to them one Christmas. Like it's their, they think it's their best food ever. I don't like some of the stuff, but they have a salami grinder that you add taco meat to with their white sauce. It's almost like a peppery ranch. And I don't mm-hmm. know what it is. Maybe you have to live there like full mm-hmm. time for six months. But boy, oh boy, every time I go to Grand Forks, that's my first stop. Oh my God, I can't believe you go back. <laughs> yeah, I still have friends. So, and <laughs> Olivia, <laughs> Olivia goes to, um, or she used to now, she, she just had her last skating competition up there probably about okay. a month ago. Ice skater. Mm-hmm. Figure wow. skates, yeah. So intense sport, really good at it. You can't fake it. She started when she was three. And so again, it's just like a lot of these lasts for her senior year, but uh, I'm doing fine. Everything's fine. This one is somber, so it's all right to cry. It's called, He Layeth on High. And it's about a big baby duck who gets his head caught in a stewed tomato. So hold on to your hats. Two, three, four. You're gonna love paying $30 for a beer in Iceland. Oh, it is nice. So is she, is she done ice skating when she gets into college or is she going to do it out here or wherever she goes? Yeah, I think so. If she, she goes to Southern California for school, I've checked out rinks in the area mm-hmm. and there are two within 15 minutes of, of the school that she applied to and got accepted to and got a huge scholarship. No big deal. Oh man. And, uh, and so I checked the ice time and how much it costs for an hour and stuff like that. And it's, it's reasonable. So she would, she would continue to skate. Yeah. Very nice. Mike O'Brien, he plays hockey. One of my buddies out here. So he probably knows those rinks. Yeah, probably. Ian Bagg plays a lot too still. You were playing for a while, weren't you? I I don't play anymore because of the hip. Just in case I get checked or fall funny. Yeah. Because this is it. I mean, you get kind of one crack at a new hip. There's not enough bone to keep doing it over and over. If you keep doing it, it look like dwarf. (laughs) Chad crawls on stage. Shaving it down. (laughs) You just kind of like, hey, what happened? That's a weird pants, buddy. Roll them up. All right, we're gonna we're gonna pound your femoral new femoral head into your ankle bone. Here we go. Oh God! Hey, do you brutal. remember what Lewis Lee used to tell you uh, when he, he wouldn't let you headline? Oh yeah, you know headliner. Yeah. <laughs> he let me headline on a Tuesday. That was the big thing. Yeah. He let me headline on a Tuesday, and then I thought the show went well. It was yeah. my first chance to headline this this amazing club, and then he comes back in the green room and I was kind of, you know, I kind of had this confidence like, here we go. Looks like I'm getting a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And he just goes, uh, Chet Daniel, you know headliner. And I was like, oh shit. And he just left. He just left. <laughs> he's such a bitch, but he's also, you know, he's you like, know he's like my that, comedy dad. Yeah. Yeah. He's a total dad. Uh, and it was funny because anybody out of town, He's like, oh, you've done comedy four times. You can headline. Like if he like kind of like, but he's just crapping on you guys. Yeah. He just, I think he wanted us to, you know, to really, really have our, a solid base. Uh Yeah. 
before just you know because he was going to use us so often that he thought well you can headline here once a year or you can middle here four times a year right and get and get way better in front of these great crowds so yeah that club was so much fun to work that's a blast acme comedy club in minneapolis acme that reminds me because i was i had uh, a long time ago i don't know if you remember this but i was picking between my first manager i had two options Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then we left uh so i'm not going to say the names but it was this person and this person and then Mm -hmm. we left a um oh what's the grocery store out there with the two buck chuck or whatever trader joe's so we were leaving a trader joe's and there was this what seemed to be a homeless fellow but playing guitar and eddie just goes oh by the way uh one of your choices manages that person so you might want to go with the other person Uh, Eddie's more like my comedy big brother that just (laughs) took no prisoners (laughs) just crapping all over you oh my god uh are you still traveling with two pairs of shoes one to run in one to uh walk around the city in no I don't run anymore because this this old man hip so I just uh power walking mall walking what are we doing what are you doing there power walking I don't want to listen I don't want to get too crazy about it but sometimes I'll find a treadmill put Mm -hmm. the uh, incline on you know, one or two and Ooh. really go for it. Can you do a rower with the hip like that? Yep. So everything's yeah. good. You just can't really take a big, you just don't want to risk a big hit. Impact. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I, I just don't want it to pop out or something crazy. So um, I still do, I still do quite a bit of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's good. That's what it's for. You know, I'd rather have my late forties now as it, uh, <laughs> late. so I'd rather have my late forties be active than, you know, be able to just barely walk around in my 60s. I'd rather be in a wheelchair in my 60s and have my... Well, hopefully that's not the choices that we get in our 60s. Oh, well, they are. These are the choices. So get used to it, okay? You uh, Do you still like Herschel Walker? Well, listen. <laughs> show, the, show the tattoo. Show the it tattoo. It was a long... <laughs> I can't. I have a hoodie on. That's okay. It's a podcast. We're not going to do the video. <laughs> it's uh, Chester Cheetah right. with a Herschel Walker jersey when he played for the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Not my finest moment. I'm going to tell you something. Not even close to my worst moment. That's a pretty good tattoo. <laughs> Not even close. That's uh, a good uh, one. It's very believable. And uh, kids should hear that. You know, yeah. some, some people are like, well, it's your worst. But you're like, nope. <laughs> yeah, not even close. That's your cheetah. How come I've never seen this thing? When you were in the condo, I kept my shirt on. That's just uh, a, out of respect. Goddamn gentleman. Gentleman that week. Yeah. Just uh, telling me Kevin's dad invented the laser <laughs> i think <laughs> i was i believed you guys for like a while and you're like no megan megan no have you no. talked to kevin in a minute yeah i just saw him in atlanta so he lives down in atlanta he's got two kids um mm-hmm. i i always ask him to do a guest set but he he just refuses to do anything comedy related yeah. I think I just, he's so stinking funny yeah he um is. But he called me, he got a new job and they gave him a company truck. And so he called me and he goes, well, just so you know, you know, I'm a truck guy now. That's kind of my thing. So when you come down here, just understand I'm going to be doing, make truck decisions and stuff. And so (laughs) when I went to see him, I rented a truck. Yeah. And then I had him meet me at Dick's Sporting Goods. Mm -hmm. And so when he, when we were leaving, as I was going to follow him to his house, he had a truck and then I pulled out in a truck. And I could see him laughing in his truck and we rolled our windows down. And I go, I'm a truck guy now, just so you know, I make truck decisions. <laughs> and 
we had, and I had a, uh, I stopped and got a case of beer for the back of my truck. Oh, that yeah. Just like, yeah. That's yeah. what should be in a truck, right? Yeah. Right. How are you not going to have that? Yep. Wait, so we, sit, we, we sat in the back of my truck and just drank beer. Uh, where were you working in Atlanta? I, was, I worked the punchline, which is right next to the, um, it's like shares a wall with a diner. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> it was so great. I went in and I was like, hey, can I use the bathroom in here? And the guy goes, and he said some sort of accent. He goes, why would you ask me if you can go to the bathroom? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, well, okay, just so you know, I'm working next door. He goes, I don't fucking care. You work next door. And then I was like, all right, dude. And then when I came out, all the other employees were waiting behind the counter to laugh at me because I guess he does that every week to everybody. Got another one. Put it on the board. At the end of this week, I get Uh to go on with my life and you're going to be playing this fucking joke. I remember working in South Bend, Indiana with you and we went into a grocery store. I think we worked out, right? Probably worked out somewhere. Yep. You were eating eating spinach out of a can? Uh, I was for a while. Like a psychopath? Yeah, like a serial killer. But then I got like a, a pear and we got in the car and I just started eating the pear and you go, you're yeah. not going to wash that first. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had children. Listen, I, I it grossed me out. Just the fact that, especially a pear, people grab them and push oh, yeah. them to see if they're ripe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're just, you're chowing down hundreds of thumbprints. It's gross. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yeah. I totally, he told me that story and I was like, you didn't wash it? Where am I going to wash it? Um, hey, yeah, it's true. Okay, I have a question. Can you guys talk to each other for just a second while I let this <laughs> fucking dog out? He's driving. Me What's the dog's name? His name is Poe. Oh, I'll po? tell you the story about that in a sec. All right. Okay. Uh, so tell us about Poe. It's been so cold here. It has been above zero three days out of the last 50 days. Or excuse me, oh. above freezing. I'm sorry, above freezing. Whoa. And most of those days were below zero with wind chill. So it's, oh. it's tough to bring your dog outside. Yeah. So yeah. He's, he's getting super bored. He is a really good dog. But before winter, I was taking him for a walk. There's a little lake that's like a mile and a half around. Mm-hmm. Taking him for a walk. And this lady is like, hey, Poe, come here. Hey, Poe. And I'm like, how do you know my dog's name? And she goes, what? Oh, no. And I go, well, you're, you're calling my dog. And she goes, no, I'm calling my dog. I go, your dog's name is Poe? And she was like, yep, my 12-year-old stepdaughter named him after Edgar Allan Poe, the poet. And I was like, oh. And she goes, why did you name your dog Poe? And I was like, I named him after the lead character in Kung Fu Panda, a cartoon. <laughs> and I'm a grown-up. So it's pretty cool that your 12-year-old yeah. stepdaughter <laughs> named it after a poet. And I'm just like, skadoosh so over cool. here. Like, Thank you. Yeah, my- you named it after a cartoon. Uh, What's that? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> I thought this was going the other way, where that was like you had a rescue and had somehow named it the same oh, yeah. as this lady. She's like, that's my dog. And all of a sudden, now you guys are sharing custody of Poe <laughs> from across the lake. Their, uh, in their 20s. And this is the last time I ever said this, but they're like, oh, this is our dog. Uh, and it was like, Naja Nala. And I go, oh, did you let your kids name it? And they're like, no. <laughs> I was like, oh. Sorry about that. <laughs> so now I just never ask any follow-up questions. I'm like, great name. I was, uh, I, so I, I have a little lake cabin and about a mile away, people can rent these lots. And so they always come from Memorial Day and 4th of July and stuff like that. And I was walking Poe and this guy came over and he's like, uh, hey, I was wondering if I could pet your dog. And then his girlfriend kept yelling, Stevie, Stevie. 
we need you to light the fire. And then, so I go, your name's Stevie? And he goes, yeah. And he goes, what's your dog's name? And I said, Poe. And I understand that Poe rhymes with no. So it's not the best. But then this guy goes, well, that's a dumb name for a dog. What? And I was like, is it Stevie? Is it a dumb name for a dog, Stevie the adult? <laughs> I don't know that it is. Oh, God. I feel like you say things that might land you in a fist fight, but it's not happened uh, when I'm around you yet. Like I don't, I don't get in a fist fight. I don't know if it's... Um, I look super crabby. <laughs> and when I, when I, even though I've gained weight, I've gained a lot of it in my shoulders. Shoulder fat. And so I look like I maybe know how to fight. And I think people just leave me alone. Yeah. Because but people- it's funny when you say things like, is it Stevie? Like all of us are laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we gotta stop laughing. We're making this worse. I know, Stevie, Stevie. <laughs> Go start the fire, Stevie. <laughs> you have a cabin you're doing pretty good huh little lake house oh i don't we have twelve thousand lakes in minnesota so it sounds much cooler than it is how far basically is it any house yeah. yeah i mean if, if you 40 minutes oh that's nice yeah i don't like to make it so it's it's just long enough where if you're there you stay overnight yeah because you don't want to drive back with you know mm -hmm. whatever deer and whatnot wildlife mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How much time um, do you spend out there? I spend from the time I can, like the time that it's warm enough for me to turn the water back on mm -hmm. to the time where it's too cold for me to have the water on. So it's normally middle of April until uh, beginning of October. Oh, nice. And then uh, it's got running water. How do you keep it from freezing? You just turn it off. Okay. You just kill the water at the source. Yeah. So it's a, um, it's a well. Okay. And you just you just make sure everything's shut down, and then you blow out the pipes so there's no water left in the cabin, and then you turn your, it all back on. What's your power source out there? It's like the condo in Appleton. Power power. <laughs> it's yeah, uh, like power power electric power electric uh -huh. like normal normal power yeah. You're not, not completely a, off the grid. No 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 we don't need a generator or anything like that. Yeah. So cool. so we can I have baseboard heat out there in a couple of the rooms so I could I yeah. could. I know. Hey, a lot of people yeah. don't know. A lot of people, you know, that you don't see me working theaters and stuff. So you don't realize yeah. I do have baseball heat money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I can spend some nights out there in the winter, which is pretty fun. I just leave the, uh, the I leave the on. internet on. I leave the TV in the warm room. I leave the heat on 60 the whole time. Nice. Uh, so I can go out and visit, but this year we're going to build a shop in the back lot. Okay. So it'll have in floor heat. And that's a lot cheaper. And we can just have that all winter we can stay out there in the winter that'll, that'll be the whole place right yep yep ambient heat and it'll be running water out there so we can stay out there and actually shit and not have to bury it i like the shed being more set up you call it a shed but it's like it's gonna be nicer it's gonna be nicer probably than the cabin a lot of people they bulldoze their cabin and then build these giant mansions on the lake yeah it looks so dumb it's not even fun it's i, I <laughs> My, my daughter asked me, she goes, you're not going to do that, are you? Because right now you're not yelling at anyone when we have sand on our feet, but I feel like you would if it was brand new. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to build a shop that can get dirty and that's yeah. it. Yeah. Eddie um, and I are living on summer money. On yeah. what money? Summer money. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when, I don't think it was, you guys were there, but so in Milwaukee, they had this 
this club. And it was run by, I am friends with a lot of them still, but sometimes they could be a little aggressive. Mm -hmm. And when I got there, they said, hey, just so you know, this is uh, it's summer money uh, this week. And so at the end of it, I told a 10 minute story that didn't have an ending and got yeah. off stage <laughs> and told them it was my summer set. Yeah, <laughs> summer closer my summer set and they were like all right listen we can talk about yeah. the money and i'm like well we're gonna have to because that's you yeah. can't tell me when i get here yeah you don't arrive to summer money okay you plan for summer <laughs> yeah, money right. nobody's ever gone to a gig not knowing what they're gonna make right I've gone and gotten less than i've been told but yes that's, yeah yeah that's different at least i was lied to when i got there like you got catfished <laughs> yeah Let's do that. Let's catfish comedians. Pretend like there's this club. We book them. They Ooh, get there. Okay. It's and there's nothing. Here's who we catfish. We catfish the guys that are purposely taking less money. Yeah. Just so they can work. Oh yeah. yeah. It would it would be like the scrubs that cross a picket line. It's it's the comedy equivalent of that. So we will yeah. catfish them, and then we don't have to feel bad. We can go to sleep right when our head hits the pillow. Yeah, because we'll pay them that. Four hundred dollars. Right. Then we'll also human traffic them to yeah. some kind of like. Oh, okay. no, no, no. Hey, did you ever walk, uh, work in the Mall of America? Were you sure ever? Did. Yeah. Knuckleheads. Yep. That's Knuckleheads. Cool. Is that is that still open? It is not. That was one of the Rich Miller clubs that uh, yes. he booked. Yeah. So he yeah, booked yeah. that one, Tulsa, San Antonio, and Austin. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And and that was one of his. So when you started in Minneapolis you were still hosting knuckleheads, he would send you out to try to feature the other clubs. Yeah. To see it, to see if you could handle it. How did you do in Tulsa? Just out of curiosity. I was there with John Morgan. The Southern gentleman? Cajun. Uh, the Raging Cajun. And I will tell you this, John Morgan helped me so much after that week. He called uh, Colleen Magar. He called Dave Stroop, who booked 16 clubs oh, yeah. across the country. Mm -hmm. And he called Freddie DeMarco. And he told them to book me in all their rooms without even seeing a tape. It was crazy. Oh, really? It was it was weird because I did I did poorly, not poorly, but I did okay. And then he would go up and destroy on such a different level that I, mm -hmm. I was so grumpy about comedy that whole week. Yeah. And then it ended up he was nice enough to make that call. So that was pretty sweet of him. Yeah, your Tulsa week sounds a lot better than everybody else's Tulsa week. <laughs> That's the only happy thing I've ever heard coming out of Tulsa. It was so nuts because the owner or the manager, what's his name? Randy? Randy. Randy, yeah. And he lived across from the condo across mm -hmm. the street. Everybody warned me that he was such a dick to everyone, but I had that knowledge going in. So yeah. I was just just a spoonful of fucking sugar to that guy. And then yeah. it was fine. He left me alone. He didn't give you one of my cupcakes, Chad. <laughs> Down the crosswalk I, on an e-bike. We were at oh, no, we were stage and the comedy club, it was hot out. And he didn't put the air conditioning on and everybody in the room was just like falling asleep and sweating. <laughs> it was so awful. And so somebody's like, hey, will you put the uh, air conditioner on? And what do you say, Eddie? He goes, I will when I'm finished with my cupcake. <laughs> like, you finish your cupcake? What the <laughs> f*** are you doing? Damn, people are dying in the showroom. Like it's a like a sweat lodge in here. You're eating a cupcake in the damn back. Let's go. I love cupcakes. So that part I get. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's only like 18 people there that night. So they don't want to put on the AC because it's such a big vacuous room anyways. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't know if it was the heat causing someone to leave and throw up in the bathroom like they usually do mid-show mm -hmm. in Tulsa <laughs> or if it was just uh, over-serving. 
I'm not, I wasn't sure. Weren't we talking to the person about throwing up or something? I think it was during my set. He was throwing up in the bathroom after he kept mumbling. And I was like, what are you saying? And he's like, pulled his head up and he goes, I hate you. I walked right into that. I'm asking an idiot what he said. So it, uh, and Eddie's family's there because clearly <laughs> it has to be the worst of the show, sir. So I, you know, continue to eat it for another 15 minutes. And then uh, Eddie is in the bathroom and the guy's just chucking, just puking in the bathroom. And Eddie's like, what the fuck? Then he gets up and goes back into the showroom and sits down. So Eddie's like, didn't I see you throwing up in the bathroom? <laughs> Purposely <laughs> looked at those shoes. So I remember when you came back in here. Speaking of shoes in a bathroom and bringing it back to Appleton, Edward, yeah. mm -hmm. I don't know. If you remember what happened, do you remember? I bathroom and shoes. No, I mean, I feel like I should. Did I take them off your feet? No. So in the bathroom, the bathroom in Appleton is right by the stage entrance and exit. I mean, if you walk down the stairs off the stage and take three steps, you're in oh, yeah. the bathroom. And so we were in there while the host was on and you went into the stall and I was peeing in the urinal. And then uh, I felt something weird. And then I looked down and you were peeing on my my foot what? from the stall. Why would I do this? Because it are was hilarious. Are you sure I, it was me? Without question, it was you. Yeah. Oh, oh. And then you got to go up on stage with pee, pee shoes. Yeah. Well, just one pee, -pee shoe. Singular. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's awful. Well, I owe you a pair of shoes. That's for sure. Yeah. No, I think we'll be fine. <laughs> You can't replace them in Appleton. You're not going to find shoes there. Hey, but this should be the Appleton podcast. Didn't somebody steal something from you, Megan, in Appleton? Break into your car? Oh, yeah. Uh, I was there. So I was alone in the condo one night. And somebody in the morning was banging on the door and banging on the door. And I'm like, I'm not going to answer the door. I'm like a woman by myself in the middle of nowhere. Right. So I, about 2 o'clock, I finally wake up and go, go outside and there's a cop there and this guy's like someone broke into your car and i look and somebody sure enough like had punched in the in my car and there was nothing really valuable in it but they had stolen all my music and i was like oh, oh i was like CDs. i was so mad so like the 300 dollars i was getting paid to even be in appleton by like tuesday was already spent on a new window <laughs> 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 getting yelled at by the neighbors you're not answering the door i'm like i don't live here okay <laughs> and then from that point on every time i bought a cd i would write uh, i heart jesus on it because i was like no one's gonna steal christian music <laughs> people would open my music they're like oh my god what is this oh that's so funny i went in the red that week the only time i've ever done mushrooms was in appleton oh yeah with, with kevin williams and um we did it during the day on saturday and we walked about two blocks after they kind of started setting in. And it felt like someone was tickling me right where my butt cheek meet, <laughs> met my, my hamstring. And I could not get over it. I was like down on the ground giggling, having the greatest time of my life. We were looking up at these, these birds that were so high in the air and pondering where are they going to land? That's way too high. Everything's going great. And then we see... A kid on a bike, we think, a kid on a bike, and he's coming towards us. And when he gets to us, it must have been a dude that had a DUI because it was a fucking 40-year-old man, full beard, <laughs> with a backpack on a BMX bike. He looked like a flying monkey from The Wizard of Oz. And we were like, no thanks. 
no, thank you. Let's go back to the condo. <laughs> and then when we went into the little uh, entryway of the condo, it was 20 degrees colder because the sun wasn't hitting that. It felt like we were in a Gargamel's forest from the Smurfs <laughs> or some shit. And then that's when everything went south. I looked in the mirror, felt like I was at my grandma's house. And I'm like, yeah. nope, got to get out of here too. And we it's just like went. an accordion door and a fake oh, shit. Yeah. Like, it's not the place to be if you're on shrooms. Like exactly. you're like, what is going on? Yeah, so we went and laid on the side of a hill and watched a lady garden. And then she just goes, uh, gentlemen, do you know you're in my yard? I mean, we're grown men. <laughs> okay, boys. Appleton, Wisconsin. The club's still there, right? Somebody else owns it? Adam Norwest, who owns the Spokane Comedy Club, Tacoma Comedy Club, just oh, yeah. put one in Fort Wayne. He has Bricktown in Oklahoma City. He's putting one in Louisville. So there's a lot. Wow. Yeah, and, and they have a good system. So it's uh, those are good clubs to work for sure. Nice. I, uh, one time I was in San Antonio, and I don't know if you remember Mikey, kind of shorter dude, had a ponytail at one point, but I don't know if he was the sound guy for a while, then a manager. But anyways, we went thrifting one day, and uh -huh. we found these two little tyke hoops. We ended up bringing two of those up to the parking ramp, the top floor of the parking ramp at the mall in San Antonio. And then we played and had a dunk contest with a little tiny, like a ball you'd win at a fair or a carnival. Right. Yeah. We're dunking with those, playing, you know, two on two basketball, full court. We brought beer up there from the club. And then afterwards, <laughs> when you weren't playing, you could just sit and you could look over the Alamo. It was right. all lit up. Man, uh -huh. it was so cool. That was one of my, that was one of my favorite moments of, of like. And that's how you'd kill time. So you didn't have show. to pay for parking at the, at the club. Yeah. Like you couldn't uh, leave on time or you'd have to pay for parking. So you're like, oh, I just got to stay here till the attendant leaves. <laughs> a big part of it is like just finding shit to do for the, the whole time you're in town. You almost had to, there had, there had to be that disconnect. I mean, you guys weren't full on roading it anymore when you had kids, right? When Oliver was born, you would go out for like a week or two. I'd go out for a couple of weeks. We'd swap. Yeah. yeah I guess, I guess I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And then when Mia was born, I was like exhausted. So I'm like, all right, more of it fell on Eddie, but then he ended up staying in town. Uh, that was around the same time he got a writing job a few months yeah. later. I can't believe yeah. how much time, like he had to be gone. Like that. I know it was, it was, you had to go straight psychopath and just disconnect your feelings and go like, I love playing basketball on a roof. It's my favorite <laughs> thing until I get home to my children and can hug them. And I mean, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah like calling, calling home and talking to a baby that can start to talk and like, this sucks. I got to yeah. not, not do this for a long time. Exactly. Or, uh, yeah. And he came home one time and I was like, Oh, dad's home. And Oliver looked at the phone. And I was like, oh, okay, we got to stop. Oh shit. <laughs> I was like, okay, we got to get jobs in town. We got to grow up. I used, I used to bring the bedtime story book with me on the road and then call and read it. Yeah. Guess what? Not the same. Nope. <laughs> Not the oh. same at all because you hang up the phone and they're like, I guess I'll just do five shots of Jägermeister to fucking calm my feelings down. Go hold this yeah. pillow like it's my son. Hey, buddy. Yeah, exactly. You do and, kind of get home though. You don't have another job and like you really can kind of go full the other yeah, way. Right. Yes. True. Like I remember when Eddie was home, he was just like, all right, I got him. Like I'll hang out with the kids till they go to bed. Like it was kind yeah. of nice. I did the math once just to justify everything. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I did the math of if I had a nine to five job at home and what that entails, you have to leave a little early. If you want to go to the gym, that's an hour. If you want to read the paper after you get home, that's, you know, you're not paying attention to the kids. So I really did try to justify it that way. 
but when you're on the road and missing your kids and you have to go psychopath and then someone comes up to you after and goes you know i think i could do comedy it's like oh i could take this pen and fucking stick it in your jugular because no you couldn't you have oh you made someone at work laugh yeah that a boy, that a boy, Derek. That's the chat I thought was going to get in a fight all those times when you, know, you would answer questions like that and we're like, yes. Well, it's just so fucking annoying. Oh, you can do, <laughs> you can do comedy because one person giggled at you one time? Yeah. Cool. You're like, have at it, Hoss. Come to an open mic. It's going to be fun. <laughs> when you know what it really is, they just saw you do it. You made it look so easy and they watched how the crowd loved you. So they're really yeah. kind of complimenting you in a way, but they don't know it, that they just yeah. like, fuck, you're so good at this. I, they want to do it, but there's no way in a million I years the they other could. Way, I go the other way where I thought they just watched me and thought, well, shit, he's obviously they're hiring anybody. <laughs> <laughs> no, no way. No one's going to be like, I could do that. Like, they'd be like, I don't want to do that. That's that looked awful. <laughs> so you have a podcast, right, Chad? I do, yeah, with Cy Amundsen. It's called The Middle of Somewhere, yep. He's in Cincinnati, though? He is. He just moved because uh, he's got some back problems. His physical therapist in Minneapolis decided to not work with him anymore. I don't know the full story. Hmm. So he went to Cincinnati because there's another guy that does that same kind of process. Did you guys meet in rehab or how did this? Getting my hip. I was doing Uh butterflies with Uh bands around my knees. (laughs) And uh, I saw him just complaining about a fake back problem. And I thought, well, we're two peas in a pod. What's the back condition that he had? Like, is it pretty bad? Yeah, he's got some degenerative something. Yeah, so he's on he's on some real some real meds. Goes in and gets a shot in his. I don't know if it's in his spine, but it's you know, it's it's legit. It's legit stuff. Yeah, if you're moving to get it fixed, it's legit. Yeah. yeah. Well, you guys are fun to listen to. That's nice of you. Thanks. I never look to see if anybody has podcasts, and then like everybody has them. It's a good way to kind of catch up, actually. Yeah, I think I think in during the lockdown, everyone it was just, you know, yeah. I didn't do stand up, I didn't do any Zoom shows or anything. That was the only thing that, that yeah. kept me interested in in the biz. Yeah, me and Megan, that's kind of we were like, let's just let's do something because we're not doing yep. anything other than making bread and puzzles. Well, <laughs> I'm glad you are doing it. I mean, I know I texted you guys a while ago saying it's so fun to listen. It's like catching up with old friends. Well, I wasn't listening to podcasts and now I just take my car and make up errands just so I can listen to podcasts. <laughs> like I was like, I-, I need more time to listen to things that are not my kids. Megan listens to a lot of true crime podcasts, which is hilarious because she's kind of a fraidy cat. So. Yeah, uh, but I made a mistake of listening with my daughter. We were driving. Mm-hmm. And, uh, oh, there's some dark shit that happens. Like some guy like crapped in a baby's crib when he was robbing their house. <laughs> We're like, Sounds what awesome. is happening? <laughs> did anybody pee on somebody's oh, shoe under a stall? Yeah, there's also a guy <laughs> Might have married that guy, Megan. Feature Axe shoes. <laughs> the good news is, uh, when you when you listen to true crime podcasts all day when the sun is out when the sun goes down you'll still have all your christian music to get you back on track right <laughs> yahweh yahweh music i want to say one more thing i, I watched uh I, I need you to kill how much so fun much was that fun. to make it was a, an absolute blast so pete lee and tom segura and i went to went to hong kong and then we went to singapore and macau but um i'd never met tom before Mm-hmm. And then we were on the plane over there and became very quick friends. So he and I hung out a lot. Pete Lee brought his wife at the time. And that's one of the lines in there. 
Pete goes, it seems like you guys are really like having more fun. I'm like, you brought your wife on a trip to China. What do you want me to do about it? And I, and I love, I love Pete. It was just a perfect timing for that. Line, right. So. That's really good. And then Josh yeah, it, Weinstein it was, it directed it, right? Yes, he sure did. Yeah. yeah. He's and I, I met him in Minneapolis like way back in the day. And then I keep in touch with him out here. We like try to go to, because we have the same birthday. So we try to meet up for lunch every year. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. He's a really, really good dude. He made everything really easy and kind of let us do whatever we wanted. And then he just made, he's so talented. He's so funny, man. That you and, never had to add lines or he never said, Hey, can you say this instead of this? We just did it. He mm -hmm. recorded it. And then he made that awesome movie. So, Lewis yeah. was there, right? Yeah. Lewis brought us over there. The whole idea behind it was, so he grew up in Hong Kong mm -hmm. and he wanted to make sure that China didn't experience the same nineties bust that America did mm -hmm. because, you know, they had the eighties boom and then everything just shit the bed. Cause everybody was doing the same act and whatever else. So right. Um, Paying cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. And so he wanted to make sure that didn't happen. So he brought us over there and then, you know, we didn't have anything to do with that. He had separate meetings with club owners and stuff, but mm -hmm. oh, pretty cool. fun to get invited. Yeah, for sure. If people want to know what you're up to, Chad, how would they find out? I'm, I'm on Instagram. If you want to know where my mm -hmm. dates, uh, Instagram is the best that Chad Daniels and then chaddaniels.com for specials and, and tour dates. A lot of our guests give out their phone number. Do you want to do that? Yeah, it is. I wish it's 920. Okay. Uh, eat cheese. Okay. Oh, good. That's good. Gotta be, that's it seems gotta like an be extra, somewhere in Appleton. There's an extra letter there, but I think it works the, still, right? There is. Yeah. Cause 920 is definitely Appleton. Prefix. One of these days, someone's going to give out their number and it's going to be amazing. <laughs> well, dude, thanks for coming on. Hey, great to see you guys. Thanks for having me. Yeah. You too, and guess so, what? it looks like I'll be, I'll be seeing you soon because, uh, January and February out there, she goes. So, uh, yeah, she's always welcome to crash with us if she needs to, or you cool. are, uh, we'd love to see you guys. So please do not. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Reach out. We would, we'll drive down there, hang out. Perfect. That'd be great. All right. Bye Thank dude. You. Thank you. Bye-bye. There we have it. Chad Daniels. He was on the show. We promised you guys. We promised. We Is he not a on. delight? He's great. Yeah. That was fun. We're going to do more. We got to just talk. I just have to talk to our friends. Yeah. It's fun to catch. This is like. Because a lot of people think we don't have friends, but we do. Yeah. We have like friends around here that just yeah. think like. That we're we, just parents. Like, did they ever have friends before they had kids that went to school? They find it hard to believe. Yeah. No, but we have long life friendships. Mm -hmm. Long life? Long lasting? Long, Lifelong. Lifelong. I said it. I reversed it. Yeah. I'm going to make that t-shirt. Long life friends. Long life friends. Long life friends. I'm going to sell them on Instagram yeah. for your pets to wear at weddings. Etsy. No. No. <laughs> okay. So that's the episode, guys. We do have a Whispers coming up. It's our new segment. Yeah. Eric, uh, your brother, uh, yeah. requested that the pods be longer. He wants them around an hour and a half. So his... Uh, Personally, I think anything over 15 minutes is obnoxious. I, I always thought we keep them at 20, but yeah. he it takes him a little bit of time these days to get around Lady Lake. Yeah. Lady Lake? Lady... Uh, Lake... Ladybird. Ladybird. Ladybird Lake. Is it, it used Austin to be Lake, Lake now? What is it now? It's Ladybird Lake. Now it's Ladybird Lake. Yeah. Used to be Town Lake. Yep. Yeah. So he likes an hour and a half, so it gives mm -hmm. him, you know, takes him a bit. Yeah, he's getting older. He's getting older. <laughs> he's getting, a, he's getting, a, he's getting up there. He's so funny. He watches the webcam of Good Stuff, oh, which is this little place day. that we eat at sometimes down on the Strand here in Hermosa Beach. Place. But he watches the live cam. Just to see if we come by. Yeah, but he's yesterday, like, I think I saw Eddie on a bike. 
but we, you weren't. No, we weren't. But yesterday he was like uh, play by playing this <laughs> these four old people that were waiting for a table to open. Uh, just sending a screenshot. There was like and, a guy sitting at the table, and every time he sent a screenshot, the guy was like pointing at something. Like he just, it, like what a goofball that guy is at like. Breakfast. And the other four were just literally waiting for them to finish eating so they could have a table to sit yeah. down and eat. And then that guy starts. One of the people from the four comes up and is like, you know, my dad would kind of sometimes do making sure. Let's finish the desserts. Let's go. People let's are waiting. This. Let's get through this. I kind of do that too. I'm yeah. like, let's go. I don't need to wait. Anyways, we love you guys. Uh, Hope you enjoyed the uh, Chad Daniels interview as much as we love doing it. And then I hope you enjoy the printer whispers. Yeah. Or is, we don't know what it's about. Could be. Who knows? Oh, the whispers. Mm-hmm. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I bought a new printer that's supposed to print from my mobile device or laptop, and it doesn't fucking work ever. It constantly gets knocked offline, and then I gotta fuck around with it for an hour. I've already mailed two back to Amazon. There are solutions like restart your Wi-Fi router, make sure your printer is on the same network as your Wi-Fi router, build an additional room onto your house so you can house your Wi-Fi router. Also, click this box saying you agree not to use ink cartridges from a third-party vendor. Download the printer's app and connect your computer directly to the printer with the cord provided. Please restart your router. If you restarted the router during the install process, you will need to restart the router and restart the install process, making sure that the printer is on the same network as the router. Push the buttons that look like a piece of paper and a Wi-Fi indicator for 5 seconds. Now restart the router. If you're using an Eero router with a Verizon modem, you need to write out things by hand now. How do employees work in it at Kinko's not go criminally insane after a power outage? Remember, you promised no third-party ink cartridges. Poopy. I want to make a poop.